Hello. <laughs> Live from New York. It's Saturday night. Beautiful singing, Tiff. Beautiful. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Chris Blonsky. And I'm Tiffany Blonsky. And we're two parents who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we're open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy parents out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Tiff, welcome back. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This is, what, your third time now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been, I think, what, 10 episodes, second, give or take? Second full host but the one time it was like I was with you guys. So it was a two and a half. Oh, well, let me just say you are aging well oh. since the last time uh, you were on the show. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. It's good to hear. <laughs> yes, I would hope so. I think it's only, I think it was 57, episode 57 or 56 or something you were on last. So do you feel like uh, you, you feel more natural doing this stuff now? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> sure. It's not that it's unnatural. It's just it is what it is. It is. It's a struggle to get the podcast going. That's, yeah, I just that's did, for I don't, sure. and you just kind of sprung it on me, so I don't really know what to talk about. I know. Well, so why are you here, Tiff? Why have you replaced Mr. Mike? Because Laura and William are sick, so Mike stayed home to take care of them, and Mike got sick. Little stomach bug. That's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, yes, you got the call. I don't know mid-morning, something like that, uh, to fill in. And I think since you did such a good job, or did good job last oh time. Oh, my God, you're so nervous. I am nervous. You're well, so got, nervous around me right now. I got a real right cute now. girl in front of me and everything oh my like that. Gosh, right? she's not used to this. <laughs> no, Mike is much less attractive than me. <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty cute. <laughs> oh, wow. Pretty wow. cute little Skype okay. buddy. Okay. So what's new in the children world with you, Tiff? This is so unfair. Like you take notes all week and then you have your notes to go I off know. of. I know. Do you want me to give you some hints? Yeah. Do you want to tell the orange story? Oh, yeah. I'll tell it because you won't tell it as well. Okay. So as mentioned, I think a couple of times you made Ben the kitchen helper so he can climb up and be at the counter. So we always leave it at the one part of the counter. And we usually make sure that area is clear because whatever is in that area, he will grab it and throw it on the ground. Anyways, so we are sitting in the front living room and he comes in with a clementine right clementine yes yeah he comes in with a clementine and he hands it to us and he starts signaling more because he wants to eat it so we're like oh okay so we open it we feed it to him uh, and he's like more and we're like no it's all gone then he leaves and we're just still who who is over uh, it was jess your, your oh sister. yeah yeah my stepsister is over yeah so we're just talking and he comes in again he's got another clementine and we're like where is he getting these from so I think you followed him. Yes. And his kitchen helper was right where up to the counter where the clementines were. Yes. He was able to sort of like prop himself up on it and reach onto the counter <laughs> and grab the bag with oranges and, and harvest them. So Ben ate four clementines that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when he brought it in the first time. It's like, where the, where the hell we did just you accepted get it? it. We just, ex okay. Yeah, it's like uh, maybe it rolled on the floor or yeah. something and he brought it in. But uh, yeah. no, he was getting them himself. Yes. Well, he's become extremely yeah. independent. Yeah, I would say so. You know, I think he's starting to do this thing now where if he gets a dirty diaper, he starts to go up the stairs by mm -hmm. himself to go to his bedroom because that's where you always change him. Yeah. And then so he'll start to go up the stairs and like yell at us to, you know, get our attention. So we follow him up Yeah, there. he's very adamant about going up the stairs. Yeah, because he knows that's where mm -hmm. his, his butt gets changed, which is cool. And then as far as dinner and stuff go, well, any meal, 
He must use his fork and spoon and that kind of thing. Yep, and he knows his, where his snacks are in the cabinet. So when he wants a snack, he goes and he gets them and brings them to you. Yeah, we might need to move where the snacks are. <laughs> yeah, those applesauce pouches. Yeah, he, just, he loves those things. Well, he loves applesauce in general, but when you put it in a pouch, it's like even better for some reason. But the worst part is that it takes him like three seconds to drink the entire pouch of applesauce. Yeah, we're going to order the reusable pouches because I think they come in a larger size and we'll just put our own yeah and by by pouch we mean it's like a a capri sun sort of yeah baggy it's like the puree pouches yeah so he does that and what else has he been doing oh he's been making very liberal use of his hand signals so ben knows how to do like sign language sign language so he does more which is basically kind of like poking his fingers together. Mm-hmm. And then he does all done, which is essentially like wiping your hands. You know, you sort of do like the half wipe clap thing. So <laughs> I think it was you telling me that you were singing him a song oh, or no. something the other day. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden he starts doing the all done. <laughs> he was he was crying. So I started to sing if you're happy and you know it. And then he started desperately signaling all done. And then so <laughs> yes. I stopped singing and he stopped crying. Yeah, he's done it to me like twice now. So you just don't you don't have that angelic voice that he's hoping. That you I have. know that I don't. I remember when he was a baby and I would sing him to sleep. I was wondering if I'm doing more harm than good. <laughs> like, is this what he's going to think good music is? Or is he just pretending to be asleep? So I stop. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. we know I'm not the musically gifted one in the family. No, that's true. I wouldn't say I'm gifted either. But uh, you can you can play. I can play. I can play some musical stuff. Yes, yes. that's right. And then uh, he also does more. He does the more thing for a lot of things. Oh, yeah. He's using it for everything. Now, I mean, it certainly makes dinner and stuff way easier because you know what he wants and what he doesn't want. But yeah, he uses more now if he wants to go in the basement. Like he points at the basement door and signals more. And he, you know, points at his his whatever. I don't know. His little car thing. Yeah. Signals more. Yeah. So it's it's. I don't know. I feel like he's making our lives a little bit easier, which makes me kind of nervous that you he's know, making it easier, but he's also being very demanding. He is. He's very a very demanding, demanding child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is. And if you say no more, he like whines. Well, sometimes he just accepts it and walks away, but for the most part, he's pretty good. It just depends what it is. If it's food, he usually doesn't accept it. Yeah. Well, you wanna you wanna go over our dinner tonight? What he, he was doing with his fork and stuff today? <laughs> I don't even know what happened tonight. <laughs> we had tacos. Yeah, I, I don't know what he was. He took a giant scoop of guacamole shoved the whole scoop into his mouth and then spiked his spoon on the ground <laughs> yeah chucked it across yeah because yeah, i guess he was done with the avocado so then he ate that and then i gave him a fork later because he was trying to pick up some of the ground beef mm-hmm. um i don't know what happened he just started he just started waving it around and threw it yeah and then threw it across the table yeah yeah and then he was picking up his food and throwing it and oh and the tortilla so he he really likes bread. He's a bread kid yeah. for sure. So he wanted a tortilla because we were having tacos. So we gave him one. He takes like it's like he's like just the does damn aggr- cookie monster. Aggressive bite. <laughs> yeah, he like grabs it, rips it off the thing, and then chucks the tortilla back on the table, yeah. eats it, and then points and starts signaling more at the tortilla. And he give it back to me. Does the exact he just same does thing these again. very like larger than life gestures for like such small things, spiking his utensils, giant bites of his food i know he's like I, i'm worried he's gonna become the class clown yes he's very class because he's clownish. definitely doing some of the stuff for laughs yeah for sure yeah which i guess is kind of our fault too for laughing at it but uh, yeah i know it's so hard 
not to like when he does stuff now i just kind of like have to look away or cover my mouth <laughs> sometimes it's so funny well we were at your parents house last night and, yeah. and so ben and i do the game where i kind of like tackle him over and then you know i'd not a, no, i don't give him a raspberry but i kind of like rub his belly with my face and tickle him and all that kind of stuff so he's got a cousin how old is liam now he's like seven eight seven or eight he's in that realm how old is banjo I don't know. How old are you, Banjo? <laughs> Banjo is going to be seven this month, so then Liam will be eight. Eight. This year. Okay, yeah, that's how we know because they almost have the same birthday. They're a year apart. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So then you can see at at their house is Ben is lining up Liam, and he kind of like looks over and gives us a like shit eating grin, like I'm gonna get ya, and then he just linebacker tackles Liam and starts rubbing his face into yeah. his belly and that kind of stuff. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it is funny watching him interact with other people. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. He's quite the social guy. Yeah, he is for sure. He's cute. <laughs> I like him. I, I would hope that you like him. That's right. <laughs> so what else is new with you, Tiff? Have you been, uh, how's work? Work's been going well? Work is good. We've got a lot of stuff on the go. It's going to be a very busy year. Yeah, you got a lot of like, cool job opportunities coming up. You don't have to go into the details, obviously, but uh, uh, yeah, hopefully there's some job. It's it's like opportunities within my job. Yeah, yeah. So that's be good. Any any good firing stories lately? Have you had to lower the boom on anybody? I can't talk about that. Oh, <laughs> boo! <laughs> As somebody who's heard them, they are fantastic. No, they are fantastic. they're very empathetic and kind. I don't. They're not funny. No, you're. I think they're kind of funny. <laughs> the things that these people think they can get away with is stunning. It's that's true. That's my favorite. People thing only get dismissed if they've done something to deserve it. Exactly. Does it ever yeah. get easier? To find no, people? actually. Well, it's because I'm sure people are interested in like the HR side yeah, of things, it's, right? I wouldn't. It. I don't think it gets easier. I think the only time it's somewhat easy is when people have legitimately done something to to deserve it. At my work, we have a very like extensive progressive discipline. So if you're getting terminated for something, you have been warned about it several times or like suspended, all of that stuff before it would actually happen. So then when it comes time for it, you're just kind of like, you really left us no choice. Right. Okay. Yeah. So there's you're not surprising anybody with yeah. this kind of stuff. I would say it's hard dismissing people if it's within their probationary period because it's just kind of a, it just didn't work out whether they were, you know, turned out to just be a really bad employee or just not a good fit. I would say that is hard only because people don't really expect it within the probationary period. Right. Most people, you think, I'm going to pass that, like no big deal, three months. But that's such like an important window as an employer to really assess. Otherwise, you're not like stuck with someone, but you know. Well, it becomes substantially more challenging to get rid of them, right? Yes. Yeah. So any little red flag. Yeah. (laughs) Any sort of red flag you've got to really pay attention to. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, we've also determined that I would not be a good agent. No, manager. you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> My like 80s American style yes, HR manager. Absolutely. Yeah. You're always just like, ah, oh, just fire them. I don't understand. No, but we are right. unionized. We have all that's that stuff. That's right. There's so. a lot of things. People have yeah, they have rights they can't be yes. let go for no particular reason. They can in the US, but not in Canada. Yeah. This Canada, is where you're, you're you'd, quite protected. You'd probably make a better business owner than an HR person. Maybe. I have been a business owner in the past, but that's for a whole other podcast. Did you <laughs> fire any of your family members? I did not, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Where do you want to go from here, Tiff? You you brought up an article 
the other day. Yes. You know, this is this is the learning part of the podcast. Yeah, someone so. shared it on Facebook, and I'm so sorry I can't remember who. I won't be able to give credit for clicking the share button, but I'm but, trying to remember. No, if if you if it comes to you, we'll bring it up. Yeah. Do you want me to give kind of the gist of the email, or do you want to, or not the email of the article, or do you want to do no, it? What just do, you do it. You've got it right in front of you. Got it right in front of me. Okay. So, Tiff, when you are thinking, you know, global warmings and global emissions and all that kind of stuff, do you, does email ever cross your mind as a potential pollutant? Uh, no. No, and it wouldn't for me either. But it turns out that, yes, in fact, emails can cause global warming. And the, the reason is, is that obviously... You know, it takes electricity to power all this stuff. And essentially, you know, every time you have to send a couple bits and bytes, it takes a little bit more electricity and that kind of stuff. One email is not going to cause anything, you know, it's not going to cause any blip on the radar, that's for sure. But on average, the article states that there is almost 250 billion emails sent per day. Yeah. Which is an absolutely mind-blowing number. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from an IT perspective, I hate emails, so... I would love to see that number drop. But anyway, of those emails, of that 250 billion, almost 20 billion of them are subscriptions. So, you know, you get like you'll subscribe to the newspaper or you'll subscribe to somebody's flyer or whatever. And of those, 36 percent are completely unwanted. Or, and un- unopened. Unopened, yeah. unwanted. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like this beyond this scope, this is a fact I actually know is that 75% of all emails sent per day are unopened. Mm. They just are deleted right away. Yeah. So what the article is actually proposing is that in order to start saving the planet, is you have to start unsubscribing from emails you don't actually want because then it's one less email sent, you know, but that could potentially expand into, you know, a billion or two but billion you haven't, emails. But you haven't explained why emails have an impact on the environment. Sure I did, didn't I? No. Oh, well, you You just that. went on a whole rampage about emails and how you hate <laughs> okay. them. Okay, you go. You explain how to impact the environment then. Because of the servers and stuff it takes to gen- to like power these things and send them? Yeah, didn't I say that? It no. takes electricity to send all the bits and bytes? I don't think you said that. Oh, oh I do remember you saying, sure okay, I but did. if anything, you just glossed right over <laughs> okay, it. Okay, it's true. Because you uh, just wanted true. to do your own little self-serving rant about how bad emails that, are. But we're right. trying to save the planet, we're try- not I, that's you. That's right. Okay, my mistake. My mistake. So selfish. But you're right. Yes, it does take a lot of power to power all these data centers and that kind yes. of stuff. Like there's actually. And then tell them the stats of the equivalent of like how many plastic bags it is. That's oh, at the bottom. Oh, here, I'll, I'll dig that up. It's crazy it is it is a lot you have to put it into perspective tons we're talking tons yes okay so uh it is the equivalent uh no no what is the equivalent though oh sorry like the carbon so how many emails are the equivalent of what does it say i'm just looking right now so our our 7.1 billion unwanted emails is equivalent to 3 billion plastic bags being made a is it a day being made uh yeah per day that's insane. Yeah. I, I, I never would have thought I know. of this kind of I stuff. I know. And right? I saw it. I just couldn't believe it. Shout out to who shared that. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you're raging because you're like, it was me. It was me. Yeah. Yeah. Send your death threats to Mike. Oh. At- <laughs> <laughs> Don't. He'll just cough in an envelope and send it to yeah, you. Yeah. That's right. He's got the coronavirus now. Right? No. <laughs> I still don't understand what that is. But anyway, is. yeah, it's an incredible amount. And I wouldn't have thought of that. Right? You know, yeah. when, when you think 
you know, global warming, I'm thinking driving cars and, you know, cows and everything like that. I'm not thinking in email. So, yeah. But yeah. The more you know. Definitely the more you know. We're going to save the planet now. And I just, I'll save my self-righteous email sucks rant for later. (laughs) I don't think anyone wants to hear that. Later, later when the mic, when the mics turn off. No one at work wants to hear it either. (laughs) I just, I might as well just yell into a bucket. Yeah. Well, I think now whenever you get bad emails, you should just reply with that article and say you, you killed a tree because you had to say this to me. Yeah. Does anybody really like email anymore? I I mean, it's, I think it's a love hate thing. Because it used to be so exciting, right? It used to be like, oh my God, I got an email. Well, that's because you're using it for like adult use now. Like you, it's all for you. It's just like, oh great, more work I have to do. Whereas a kid, it's like, ooh, who likes me? Yeah. Oh, oh, there are always like love letters to you, Tiff? Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at you. I never got any of those. (laughs) I'd send you one, but I care more about the planet. That's true. Yeah. You know what we do? We go back to paper and you just write it all down. No, that's bad too. We just should never communicate again. <laughs> no, that's right. Hand signals for everybody. Just yell really loud. <laughs> we can liberate all those uh, pop cans no. and the string and everything. Emails are fine. Just junk emails need to stop. That's right. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe, people. That's right. You heard it here first. Let's talk about the big thing that happened yesterday. Well, the big television thing that happened yesterday. WWE's Royal Rumble event, which I would say is probably what our second favorite. Oh, I think Royal Rumble is my favorite, even more than WrestleMania. Rest, I I do enjoy WrestleMania, but I just I love the betting that we can do on Royal Rumble, which we didn't do this year. The betting style is so simple and fun, and I just think it's like it's just a fun time. WrestleMania is really good too, but it's long, it's intense. Oh, it's become super long. Yeah, I I heard they were going to start dialing it back again, though. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I just love the concept of Rumble. It's always been a favorite. Right. And so before we get into the Rumble stuff, it was actually you are a much bigger WWE fan than I am. You were the one who got me into it. Yeah, I was raised. No, I wasn't. Ra- I mean, I just grew up. Well, so how long have you been watching wrestling and that kind of stuff? Right. Because I, I don't know about you, but when I think wrestling, I think you know, kind of nerdy, nerdy male teenager or not even teenager, like young kid. Yeah. You know, you don't usually think women and that kind of stuff. So like, yeah. how did you get into it? <laughs> My nerdy teenager brother. <laughs> <laughs> Brothers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Tim and I just saw, would always watch it. I don't, I don't remember how we got into it. I don't know. It was just a, it was just a thing when, you, when we were kids. Do you think it's like more uh, like by the fact that you grew up down south? Like, is, do you think it's more popular down there versus, you know, up here in Canada or something like that? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I think also just at that time, it was just huge everywhere. Like, I just remember going to school and everyone having the, the shirts on, like the different wrestling shirts. And Right. I think it was just like I got into it, like, when it was huge. Like, so when did you start watching? Was it during sort of the Attitude Stone Cold? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so you hit it, like, in the sweet spot. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, during the whole, like, Monday Night Wars, all of that stuff. I remember switching back and forth between WCW and WWF. And just like seeing like the stuff that was going on because there was that one time. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it now. Why were they displaying on both? Was it when the McMahon's bought WCW? Uh, I I know it because I've watched all the documentaries and stuff. But is that what happened? Yes. I remember Tim and I. The simulcast. Yeah. yeah, Flipping back and forth. I think it was the craziest thing in the world. But we were always WWF fans. Never, never really WCW. We had like a few people we wanted to see on there, but. Right. Who were your WCW guys? Um, Like. 
like NWO, like obviously NWO. When that went big, we wanted to see what it was all about. Right. Okay. Yeah. So all the ex WWE guys were kind of who you who you loved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that falls in line with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm consistent, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah. Always yeah. once WWE, yeah. always WWE. Yeah. So it was good. But anyway, yes. So Royal Rumble was this weekend. What did you think? What did you think of the whole show? Uh, overall, I would say I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. What um, was what was uh, outside of sort of the two big rumble events? What was your match of the night? My match of the night. Oh, gosh, I wish I had the match card in front. Do of you me. want me to pull up the card here? Yeah, I'll pull up the card. You I'm kill some time on the microphone there. because there was like. Mm, I would say that I enjoyed. Join to run through the matches. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, trying to decide. Like, I know Roman, the yeah. falls count anywhere. So, so let me rifle through all of them. Yeah. Uh, I won't say who won, just in case people haven't watched it yet. But uh, I'm gonna say who won. I don't care. If okay. Hundred percent. That's fine. So we had Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Yeah, that was very good. Humberto. 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 Uh, we had Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Shorty G versus Sheamus. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Becky versus Oscar. Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan, and then of course the two rumble matches, the women's and the men's. Yeah, you know what? I think that I enjoyed. Honestly, it might have been the Roman and Corbin match. Did you? I think I did. Man, if I could boo, <laughs> what was wrong with it? It was just so boring. But I'm also super biased against Roman Reigns right now. Yeah, I don't know. But you know what? I think I had such high expectations for some of the other ones, like the the um, Bailey match. I it was okay, actually. It wasn't bad. I just couldn't get that into it. Um, Becky, well, I love Becky, so she can do no wrong. But I just don't really remember. I don't remember specific things from it, and I remember, like, visually in my brain, stuff happening with Roman and Corbin. Right. I liked the uh, the Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan match. It was, it was fine. Yeah. I'd say I'm, I'm fascinated. We talked about this last night. Yeah. I love Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast before either. If we have, I'm sorry. But I, I love Bray Wyatt as sort of backwoods hillbilly Bray Wyatt. And mm-hmm. this new fiend persona is amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But I'm just baffled as to where they're going to take this whole thing. Yeah. You know, I think the one theory that I was saying to you the other day is I would like to see them. Ooh, should we should we do spoilers here? No, I, I can't. I can't Spoilers say this for what for the Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't. You're no, gonna get I a lot of hate I can't mail. say it. Okay. Well, now you yeah, can't even say anything because no, now no, people we're just are gonna, gonna move speculate. On. We're just gonna move on from this. But I love the fiend. I just don't know where they're gonna take him because I think it was a big mistake putting the title on him so early. You're so confusing because then you also get mad when they never let Bright Wyatt win. No, but to me, Bray Wyatt and the Fiend are two different things yeah because i agree i i think bray wyatt backwards hillbilly bray wyatt should have been a title holder long ago because there was a point when it was pretty much the wyatt family and the shield were the only two things that anybody cared about in wwe yeah because they were amazing but then they just sort of let bray just sort of exist and constantly lose and it didn't make any sense to me whereas with the fiend i felt like the title wasn't necessary for him to be really cool yeah, like maybe he just shouldn't even care about the title. Uh, yeah, until he kind of eventually, you know, event, sort of Goldberg it, right? Eventually you're going to face the top guy and eventually you're going to win, right? 
But I mean, I guess that's the problem when you book like these super monsters is, is how do you book your way out of it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a few ways they can go with it, but yeah, we'll see. We will see. Do you want to talk about the women's match? The rumble? The, the rumble. Yeah. Unless there was another match you wanted to talk about specifically. No. Oh yeah. How, um, uh, Beth Phoenix got her head cut open on the, on the post. Yeah, that was gruesome. I remember it was that one shot and I said, oh, does she have weird red highlights in her hair? And then it turned and it was just a giant red circle in her blonde hair of just blood. Yeah, it was nasty. It was. Yeah. And she just kept fighting. That probably happened like pretty quickly into the match and she just kept going. Apparently she had to get it taped shut. During the match? No, afterwards. Oh, afterwards. The ref checked her and she was just going to keep going. Yeah, so they they actually released, uh, or not they, but the internet sleuths have figured out the exact moment it happened. I yeah. guess is she was fighting near the turnbuckle, yeah. and you know pretended to sort of slam her head back, she and, got punched and in the caught face, the yeah. back of the turnbuckle and busted herself wide open. Mm-hmm. Man, but it was brutal. I guess I think originally we thought that Charlotte Flair like had got blood on broke her, her broke her nose or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and kind of dribbled onto the back of her head because. Oh, we know that flares bleed everywhere all the time. But then she turned around and that red spot kept <laughs> yeah, growing. It was And no nasty. one was even commenting on it. Like the announcers, the commentators, they weren't saying anything. So we're like, why doesn't anyone care that she's going to bleed out? Yeah. Well, and then she had to stick around because she, I guess, spoilers going on here on forward, but she had to, she was there until what, third? She come third or fourth, I think. She was it definitely near the very end when she yeah. got eliminated. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't like she could just sort of bow out early and go get a check. Like she was in there for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. It was good. But there yeah. were some pretty big pops in the women's match. I remember her number, number 18, Feel the Glow. What the heck's her name? Naomi. Naomi. There you go. <laughs> Podcasting's not easy, people. All right. <laughs> Feel the glow. Feel the glow. I know her entire catchphrase and everything. You can do the dance, too. I can do the dance, yeah. <laughs> um, she came back, and everybody was super pumped. Yeah. Because she's been injured for, it feels like, forever. Yeah. I, di- I didn't or, or clue into injured, that. Or if not injured, she has just been absent from television from forever. Yeah. So that was a huge pop. I was actually surprised that we didn't see uh, Casey, whatever her last name is, American Ninja Warrior. I almost said Anthony. Nope. No, no. (laughs) That's the wrong one. Uh, But she she had that amazing, we'll say it, Kofi Kingston moment in the women's match last year. American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, where she walked on her hands and then kind of like wrapped her legs around the turnbuckle and just sat up like Ultra Undertaker style. It's crazy. That was arguably the best sort of ring recovery thing I've ever seen. It was crazy. Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised that she wasn't there for this one. Like that's going to be like her deal. Yeah. You know what though? I felt like both rumbles didn't waste a lot of spots on weird returns like gimmicky returns or people that we really felt had no chance of winning it you know what i mean like there was a handful but i feel like it was significantly less than normal well i think naomi was the only one oh no so there was two it was naomi and um the one that otis is in love with (laughs) oh i should have been more prepared for this rose Oh, yeah. Um, Amber? No. Oh, my gosh. I am just dropping oh, weird. Wow. Amber Rose is like a, just a really <laughs> weird, like, social media Kanye West ex-girlfriend reference. Mandy Rose. Mandy, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. Yeah, she had one. So she was thrown out of the ring, and Otis just happened to be 
under the ring and rolled out to catch her. Yeah. Which was adorable because I love Otis. Yeah. And Naomi, I'm not exactly sure how it happened, but she jumped from the ring to sort of the side. I think she got knocked off the side of the ring. Like she was on the outside of the ropes and she got hit. Is that sort and of then what she it caught was. it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And then she kind of worked her way over to the announce table and then made herself a bridge back to the, back to the ring. Yeah. But that, that brings up the question, <laughs> which I feel like obviously a lot of people think about the same thing yes. is if you're in that situation, why would you ever go back into the ring? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the rule where one foot can touch oh, the well, ground. It's, it's all part of the same Only thing. Only if two feet touch the ground are you eliminated. So why don't people just hop on one exactly, leg back? Exactly, because we all know if you get thrown out through the ropes or yeah. whatever, inevitably you make it to sort of the final four or final five yeah. because you recover from your horrifying concussion you know, yeah. to come back and win. And it's like, why don't everybody... Just do that. Go lay on the ground. Because that's not good TV, Christopher. (laughs) Get rid of the rule of that. (laughs) Because that's what you said. It's what you could just climb out and just hop on one foot for a while and then, you know, hop back in. Like, that's not, not that's not really taken advantage of ever. Yeah. I don't know. That's sort of Shawn Michaels, uh, you know, addendum rule (laughs) to make that one work out really well. That's funny. But anyway, yeah, the women's match was good. Uh, I wasn't thrilled with Charlotte winning. No, it was just pretty. uh... Oh, I did read somewhere, though, that it was actually supposed to be. Who's one that you like? Which? Uh, Give me a female wrestler that you like that was in it last night. Becky? That was in the Rumble. Becky was in the Rumble, wasn't she? Oh, no, she was not in the Rumble. Like like one of those, like Sonya Deville, but not. Oh, I like. Wow, I don't know any women on the roster. I know we're, we should have t- we should have taken notes. We weren't prepared for this. Sorry, we weren't prepared. Yeah, Mike. Anyways, there's a one of the female wrestlers I think you like. Her and somewhere else, her and this other guy were actually meant to win the men and wins women's rumble, but it got changed like a couple of months a month ago. But that was always the rule, and then it got changed. Oh, who was the guy? Do you know? No. It wasn't like Lana and Sheldon Benjamin. No, or, no, they or, were or, they were good names. They were good names. Oh, not Sheldon Benjamin. That's the wrong one. Bobby Lashley. No, no, no. They were. Um... Well, so, okay. So, so I like Charlotte Flair. And I was actually saying to you yesterday that I think Charlotte has really come into her own as sort of like the the penultimate bad guy. Yeah. In WWE, the women's division, because, you know, she she talks a good game and she's kind of got like the physical look and the physical skills to back it up. You know, whereas I love Alexa Bliss, but the idea of her taking on anybody and winning is, you know, you kind of really have to set aside reality there a little bit since she's like five foot zero. The only thing I didn't like is, you know, Charlotte has now won. It feels like I think a dozen titles or something. I'm sure she'll be the one to beat her father's record in terms of the number of titles won. Yeah. But, you know, does she really need to win? No, I like when it's kind of more uh, like someone who hasn't had the chance to have a title shot. I like that. I like when someone wins the rumble that hasn't had the opportunity to get the shot. Yeah. I think it's more, it makes for an, I understand it's WrestleMania, so it has to be a good match, but there are so many people, so many women in the match that would have been exciting to see at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of my feelings on it too. Yeah. So the only thing, reason I can think that they're winning is so they can set up another Becky versus Charlotte to kind of make up for last year's misfire. No, that's true. And that is something that was anticipated. But at the same time, I feel like that match could have just happened without the 
the world. Although, like, no, I guess they always get the title match, right? Yes. Oh, but no, but now there's multiple women's titles and stuff. So yeah. they could have just, oh, I'm going to fight Bailey, and then the other two could have a fight. But. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's more of a, maybe I'll do like a montage about how this was her whole goal all along was to just come for Becky. And she had to beat 30 women, 29 women to get to her. <laughs> Although what number was her entry? I don't know. Who, Charlotte's? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. She was towards the end. She didn't beat that many women. but No, she did not. One thing we saw a lot of was nerdy slash like comic book reference outfits. Oh, yeah. Especially on the women's side. Marvel. We had, I think there was the one Marvel one on the men's side with MVP making his surprise appearance as Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but on the women's side, I don't remember who was who, but we had like a Captain Marvel. We had Iron Man. Lana was Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man, I can't remember her name. She's an Me NXT. An NXT uh, I can picture woman. the outfit, but I can't picture her face. Yeah. And then we had Sindel from Mortal Kombat. Who the hell was that? That was uh, Vega. What's the hell's her name? Selena Vega. Yeah, Selena Vega, Andrade's uh, manager. Yeah. Yeah, so she was in the Mortal Kombat outfit. So I was like... And then in the men's rumble, you had Rey Mysterio in a Batman. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he was yeah, full he was on in like Batman ears. And, and like these aren't like subtle nod no, no, references. It was like, this is the costume. Yeah, like, but I most people were Marvel up. and he comes out at DC. So respect <laughs> your Rey Mysterio. Yes, absolutely. Well, you're a big Batman fan. Yeah, so you're, you're right up your alley. I love the Marvel outfits, though. Like, they all looked really good. Yeah, oh, they did look very yeah. good, yeah. But it was just like, you know, it wasn't even like a slight nod. It was like, no. this is the costume. Yeah, people yeah. are just going. I didn't actually, did Alexa Bliss? Because she normally does. Remember, she was like Buzz Lightyear themed for yeah, she She oftentimes sort yeah. of cosplays, but no, she yeah. was just in her sort of standard. Yeah. Her standard outfit. That's fun. Uh, was there any other women Royal Rumble things you wanted to mention? Um, No. All right, let's talk about the shit show that was the Men's Royal Rumble. The the first third of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I was dying in agony. I you know what though? It was it's one of those things where like if they did it for the whole Rumble I would have hated it. But yeah. I think they cut it off at the right point. Right. So for those who didn't see it, essentially Brock Lesnar came in at number 1 for reasons that we're not entirely sure because we haven't been watching the, the the TV show the week to week. The yeah. week to week. Um, I'm sure it was just some sort of like dick wagging contest or something like that. I don't but like that phrase. You said it in the last podcast, actually. And you said dick waggling. Waggling? I think you said waggling. Oh. It's just such horrible image imagery <laughs> that like I don't like it. But everybody can picture it exactly. So I it's great. I don't like it. Anyway, anyway, he started as number one and it essentially just cleaned house yeah. for the first 12 I want to say the first. 12. Oh my gosh! You know what we didn't talk about? What Santina's return in the women's oh, rumble? Oh, okay. Let's Eliminated take one step back. herself. Yes, yes. What's her name? Santina Morello. Yeah. yeah. Santina. Santino's uh, sister, twin <laughs> sister. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, what I guess it was. I don't know the history of this one, but she faced against Natalia and Beth Phoenix in the rumble this year, and yeah. it's self-eliminated. Yeah. Right. Anyways, I, it's there's, it's not discussion worthy. I just, <laughs> I guess I, we had to mention make it. up for sins of the past. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> going back to the men's rumble, but yeah. So Brock Lesnar, basically everybody is lined up, and he just you know suplexed them one time and threw them over the edge. Yeah, and it you know it was funny the first couple times, and then it was like okay seven eight yeah nine okay I think he got up to twelve or something or thirteen maybe yeah. 
And then by then, I was like, there's no way. Like, they can't keep going with this. Because at one point, they had Braun Strowman and... Uh, Ricochet? No, it wasn't Ricochet. It was NXT's big guy, Lee. Oh, What's his name? oh Last yeah. Last name is Lee. And you were like, he was like, that's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. That's a big boy. That's a real big boy. Who's this big boy? <laughs> um, anyway, but like both of them are beasts. And he eliminated both of them with basically no effort either. Yeah. And I, I was like ready to turn off the TV yeah. at that point. But, but he was defeated in the most hilarious, I think, embarrassing elimination to happen. Okay. Do R- tell. Do- Ricochet went for the low blow from behind on Brock. And then Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Basically, you know how embarrassing it is to get like face pushed by someone and you fall down? He face pushed Brock Lesnar, but it's called the Claymore. The Claymore, yeah. He basically face pushes you with the heel of his foot. Like it's a kick. But it looks the way he did it to Brock Lesnar looked more of like a face push. So Brock Lesnar gets low boat, low blowed, and then face kicked out of the ring over the rope. And it was just hilarious. But man, he sold getting thrown out of the ring like oh, no yeah, one else. He did. He flung himself. He did, and it was just ring. so funny because it was just like, what a, what a way to go. Yeah, but if we're gonna talk about funny eliminations, just for a second, we'll go back to Brock in a minute. When Ricochet immediately after Brock, yeah. When Ricochet got tossed out of the ring, my God, I started laughing. Yeah, he like ragdolled. Yeah, because Drew just picks him up and. As if you're just like throwing a shovel of snow. I had literally just said too. My only problem with Ricochet is that he oversells everything. Like every little touch, it's like his whole body is is breaking. And they were like, "No, Ricochet is the best." And he gets picked up and just manhandled yeah. out the side. You would have thought that Ricochet weighed 25 pounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was he was nothing. He, he, he just got tossed him. Tossed. It was amazing. Mad respect to both of them. Yeah, good job for him on taking that. But, but I, I gotta ask Brock Lesnar, why don't you wear a cup? Ever. Because he loses every single match by low blow now. That seems to be. <laughs> I told you, he's well- going to have his testicles removed so he's unstoppable. <laughs> unstoppable. He, re- he reminds me of like a Super Nintendo bad guy with like the big glowing like damage spot you oh. have to target, except it's just right over his groin all the time. <laughs> you just kick him there and he's good. A, you know, boss defeated. I just think it's so funny. Should we talk about easily the moment of Royal Rumble? Like the moment. Oh, yes. Yeah. Entrant number 21, Edge, yes. makes his return. You think you know me. You think you know me. Is that not the greatest theme yeah, song no, it's in amazing. WWE? It's amazing. It was so, like, I heard a few months ago, the rumor was that he got cleared. And no one really said anything about it. And then he started disputing it, I think, a week ago. No, no, like, it's not true. It's not true. He's and been we denying like, it for a while on Twitter. Yeah. And then so it's like, okay, he's coming back. He's coming back. I remember I told you earlier in the day and you're like, I didn't hear any of this. Like you didn't hear about the clearing. You didn't hear about this. I was like, no, he is coming back. And then the music hits and it was amazing. And the whole stadium melts down. I have never heard fans that loud. So when we went to Survivor Series, he just came out to just like do his little like chatty thing. And even then the pop when his music hit in Toronto was insane. So I feel like it was probably similar, but like double. Because you know he's coming back to wrestle. Well, and the thing to keep in mind is that's a baseball stadium that they were in. Yeah. And so sound is not quite as loud in a like a stadium that size versus a hockey arena, yeah, which yeah, we yeah. were in in Toronto. Yeah. But it was deafening. Yeah. It was insane. And man, he looks good. Yeah. So like, he retired nine years ago because he had to have a triple neck fusion, basically. his He was so injured. 
And then he was just told he had to retire. He'll never be able to wrestle again. Like you just don't recover from that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But he's been recently cleared nine years later. Yeah. And then I guess let's, we'll talk about edge for a second. We'll go back to the Royal rumble is so it's been reported now. He's signed a very lucrative yeah. three year deal. Well, yeah. I mean, WWE. if you're potentially risking your life cleared or not, yeah. I just don't trust anything, but yeah. So he's 46 now. Yes, so he'll be wrestling until he's 49. Yeah. I guess the rumor has it that he was discussing some sort of, I don't want to say return because it's not accurate, but a deal with AEW and then, you know, put on your tinfoil hat for a second. All of a sudden he gets cleared by WWE doctors and yeah. he's welcomed back into WWE. Of course. That's how WWE works though. Yeah. Like, so I, I, from now on, I'm going to look at edge the same way I look at Daniel Bryan. Just like clenched. Every time he takes a bump that just looks a little bit bad, I'm going to be like, oh, God, no. Yeah. This, and this then, is it for you. So the drama today, drama, I don't know if that's the right term, Paige posted an Instagram photo of all of her ring gear in a pile. And like that was it. So people are thinking, oh, shit, she's going to be cleared now to come back. No way. That's what people are thinking. And maybe she did it. She just like. Maybe just tease it or something. Yes. Or maybe she's just going to, I don't know, put it all on Facebook marketplace. I don't know. Maybe she's just preparing <laughs> she to sell it. Bucks, <laughs> yeah. You never know. She never knows. Well, she's got her her Fox show, right? The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it? I don't know if that, if she's doing like, like it's an auction or something, but that's people are speculating. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that'll be a third one that it's every third. time she takes a bump, I'm just going to Well, and that's what everyone's saying is that butt. she yeah. started so young that even if she gets cleared nine years from now, she's still young. Yeah. So. Yeah, because Edge looked good, yeah. but he definitely looked older. Old. Yeah. Like, yeah. He looked older. Yeah. And you pointed out that he has no butt. Oh, what happened? Oh, I've been meaning to Google this all day. I'm pretty sure he used to have a bit more of a butt. But instead, Tiff was, he basically described him as like a cylinder. Like there is no. Well, his pants were just a little like. I mean, we have a predominantly male audience on this show, so I'm sure they're very interested. I am sure someone else noticed. (laughs) I'm sure somebody did too. You can look that up. But anyway, I'm excited for Edge to come back. I, I didn't get into wrestling until I think the year after he fully retired or something like that. Um, like well, 20, 2012, I think is when I started watching. So he retired in 2011. Something like something that. along those lines. Yeah, I know he was gone. What is it? What do I search? Edge butt? <laughs> sure. <laughs> edge from edge from behind. Um, oh, here's a here's body. That's a bit of a search. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. He's got a beard now. Beard looks good. Yeah. It's from all of his like years as a Viking, I guess. Well, I was going to say, is the Viking show over? I don't know. Or is know. he going to just kind of do both? Because I can't imagine he's going to do a full like 300 day a year schedule. I have no idea because Beth is also involved. His wife is Beth Phoenix. She's also still pretty involved in the WWE, so I just don't know how they make that all work. Do you think Beth will come back and actually wrestle, or is she going to keep doing the commentary stuff? I think she, I, I see her just sticking with, well, I don't know, because she eliminated Natty and their best friends. Yeah. They're sisters, basically. No, Natty eliminated her. Someone eliminated someone, and it was rude, <laughs> and there's going to be drama. They lined it up, yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't think it's going to be an actual feud, but who knows? No. Okay, let's go back to the Royal Rumble because we kind of glossed over the back half. I loved sort of the edge throwbacks once he was in the ring because he and Randy Orton had a fun little thing. (laughs) Rated RKO. Yeah, rated RKO. And then Edge, of course, eliminated Randy Orton and Randy Orton had the most like 
old mannish, like old Italian. He's just like, <laughs> ah, it's fine. I'm just gonna go eat a sub. Yeah, like, I'm Randy Orton. He's like, I ah, have so much money. I yeah. got stuff to do. And then the big, uh, I, I, I would call it a surprise, but uh, Drew McIntyre walks away with the Royal Rumble win. You know what's funny? When I was like that, that's who I would like to see win. The Royal Rumble. He he had a, like, I don't know, he handled himself well with it and everything. All his eliminations were strong. and But what I thought was funny was I had a shower before we came down to do this and my hair is down as wet and wet. And I was thinking about the Rumble. I looked in the mirror and I was like, you look like Drew McIntyre right now. Because <laughs> my hair is like wet and wavy and black. Yeah. So I'm just miss, missing like the facial hair. And like a foot and a half of height. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm owning it right now. I'm Drew McIntyre. <laughs> you really are, yeah. Yeah, I might Claymore you in a second. Oh, okay. You just hear like a, and you're done. A big whack, yeah. <laughs> but, but he's kind of the guy I'd love to see winning these things, you know, because he's been a good. What? He was so close to winning last year, too. That He had a strong yeah, and he, run last year. He's been year. kind of like a top, or what is it, like the top of the card kind of guy for a yeah. while now, but he's never really had the opportunity so this was I, I I'm I'm very happy with it. And clearly <laughs> okay. he was what's that? I just can't find a picture of Edge's butt. So if anyone <laughs> out there is listening and can find me a picture, we'll say like two thousand and oh, maybe I'm searching too late. Give me like a two thousand and nine edge butt. There's yeah, more of a butt and there. And you'll find out. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just never actually noticed. I don't know. Tweet at him. Tell him to do some more squats. No, he is so strong. I can't even like He's in way better shape than I'll ever be in my life. I can't <laughs> criticize anyone. No, no. Anyway, yeah, I, but Drew was clearly very excited to win. Yeah. Like for the guy who plays like an ultra tough, like ultra masculine he guy. He got a little he emotional. Was, uh, he was, I don't want to say he was crying in no, the No, no, but it was, he was choked up. I yeah, think. he was very choked yeah. up. Yeah. How can you not be though? It's a, to, I think to win such a iconic match and then to have the crowd behind you winning that's got to be a crazy moment because the crowd went insane when he won. Yes. He eliminated um, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah. So it came down. It was like that. Everyone's saying it's kind of that like passing of the torch where Roman eliminated Edge and kind of the way that he did it. Um, but yeah, so Roman did not win. Ooh, was Roman supposed to win? Was he the guy that was supposed to win? I don't think so. Ooh. I mean, Roman has main evented what four of the last five WrestleManias. Like yeah. he does not. We do not need another Roman. But match. as much as we complain about Charlotte Flair, wasn't that her first Rumble win? Well, yeah, but they've only had three Royal Rumbles. Yeah, but it's so funny because we're like, man, she wins everything. But the reason why she's never been in one of Rumbles because she's always been like a title holder, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's just funny. That's true. Stupidest moment of the Royal Rumble match: the whole Seth Rollins like posse coming in and then getting handily dealt with. Oh did yeah. Not understand I don't that. know why people cared that they were out there. Like what if you got out of the ring to go beat them up and you got hurt and you couldn't get back in? Well, that's what risky happened. Who is it? it was Kevin Owens and somebody else. Who was the other guy who ran after them? I don't remember. Yeah. They left the ring to go beat up four guys. I was like, but maybe we're stupid? missing important storyline. We could be missing important. Well, story I'm sure line. we are. I'm yeah. sure we are. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of silly, but I love South Rollins. He can do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what the internet says lately. Internet he, can suck he, it. He, he's the internet also wrong. thinks vaccines are bad. So, well, that is true. <laughs> that is a good point right there. Maybe not the same group of internet, 
I don't think it's the anti-vax moms that hate Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's that'd yeah. be a very particular niche. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, he's so polarizing in this in this market. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anything else you want to talk about for Royal Rumble stuff? Royal Rumble stuff. Or in general, I guess at this point. Oh, in general. Oh, oh gosh, that's much more broad. We are having our first official date night this weekend. Oh, yeah. Benny that's right. is going for a sleepover at Henry's, aka Natalie and Derek's. They've been so kind to offer to have him over for a sleepover because they're uh, Natalie and Henry are going away in a bit. But so they get to have some hangout time and we get to have some hangout time. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. We'll so, probably go see a movie. Probably. We'll definitely go see a movie. It's between, I think, Bad Boys and Knives Out. But I think at this point, we should just see Bad Boys because I think Knives Out will be on like Simplex soon. Probably, yeah. Yeah, we'll go to dinner. We're going to try a new restaurant. See how that goes. What was the name of it? The you just restaurant. tell me because you always get it wrong. I don't remember any really? part of it. I do not remember any part of it. Um, it's like, Listen, I've it's forgotten the names of all my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, it's because <laughs> you're like, nervous around me. It's cute. Uh-huh. Um, it's two words. One is a object and the other word. Well, I mean, I guess it's object too, but it's like an establishment. It's like a building. Oh, the the beer house or whatever. Oh, you got it. Yeah. What were you calling it yesterday? Beer Mart? No. Isn't it called Beer Mart? Beer Village? Oh, no. I, I get it mixed up with Beer Marked, right? Oh, Beer Market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you don't, you don't mix it up with that. We've only been there once. That's not on your mind. Anyways, Listen, this new I place. Wanna, I just want to be cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you're so cool. You're wearing a hoodie right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the <laughs> ultimate sign of coolness right there. It's a nice hoodie. I yeah. like it. Yeah, so we're going to go to dinner and a movie. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be it'll be one of those rare moments where you feel like you again. Uh, and yeah. not, not Ben's parents. I'm pretty sure we're just going to feel tired, but that's okay. Maybe. Yeah. Well, and I think Derek and Adley will have a good time too. Honestly, when the oh, two of those yeah. guys, when Ben and Henry get together, they basically babysit themselves. And they're so funny to watch interact with each other. Like it's one of those things too where I'm excited to go out with you, but I also just want to stay there and watch them play with each other. Well, we watched Henry over the holidays. No, I don't know it? when it was. It might have been December sometime. We were thinking the holidays because they all stayed over here when we had a party in the oh, neighborhood. Maybe, and yeah. so we got up with Henry. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, so we usually alternate. Uh, well, not usually. We, we, we've started alternating babysitting. September when we had them, yeah. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, I so. know. It's good. They're cute together, and it's now they're starting to communicate more. And Oh, yes. And then Ben convinces Henry to do all kinds of bad things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Henry can convince Ben to read a book. No, well, Ben's gotten. Actually, I know. Actually, he's getting. I was going to really say for books. if we want to talk about parenting for a second, we're yeah. we're running pretty long here now. But you can just chop off the first half. <laughs> All the boring parts. It's going to be a <laughs> three minute long podcast. Ben loves the book series Busy Bear, and yes. it's it's not a pop up book. It's a. It's like an activity. Like it's got like uh, you can open the flaps or spin the dial and things. Yeah, happen. as you slide the thing around, and he mm. loves those books. And so we got some for Henry. Henry also loves them. The problem with these books is that even though there's like 20 different in the series, they're all basically the same and very simple. So they can be very tedious to read repeatedly. Yes. So Natalie and Derek have had to hide them. Well, and and f- so I oftentimes do the bedtime routine here, not exclusively, but I do it yeah, for more, the most part, more often your bedtime, than not. Yeah. And Ben, I can't read. We have four of them. 
I can't read two. I can't read three. I have to read all four because he knows. Yeah. He knows. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't read the rocket one. Have a book? Or, book? Yeah, or we haven't read. And yeah, yeah, just a more thing. Yeah. Pointing book, out the books. Book? Stabbing his hand trying to get us to read more. Yeah. But yeah, so he needs to read all four. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like it's been like 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, I want to go to bed. But, I know. Uh, we call him Busy Ben. Yeah, Busy Ben. But uh, that is a very good book series uh, yes. for those kids who maybe aren't as into reading or I mean Henry was big into reading yeah Henry loves them it's because they're interactive and things happen when they do when they spin the little dials or well and it's I think it's a little better than a pop-up book because they are the ones who actually have to slide things around yeah you know whereas a pop-up book just sort of pops up and and you rip the arms off a crab I was gonna say then Ben rips all the bits off of it because he's Ben but uh I don't know if something was popping up out of a book at me <laughs> and I didn't know I'd rip its arms Slap off too. Slap the shit out of it, yeah. <laughs> He's just got survival skills. It's yeah, fine. I'm absolutely, proud. Absolutely, yeah. I'm proud. But anyway, yeah. So anything else you want to talk about, Tiff? Um, no. Oh, you're shutting it down. You know what I should have done? I should have talked about the chocolate making process at work. That would have been interesting. Is it interesting? No. Maybe we'll save it for uh, Takeover 3. It's hard to describe it. If people, okay, well, let's, we'll leave it at this because yeah. we'll, we'll close it out here in a second. If people have any questions about the candy making process. Candy canes, lollipops, or chocolate. Or chocolate-based stuff. Leave a comment or send us an email or something and we will give them all to Tiff. And then when we when Tiff comes back on for Takeover 3, we will address all those things then. Or, or by HR questions too. Or maybe I'll give you and Mike a tour of the Chocolate Factory and you can do a podcast oh, that on that would it. be good too. Yeah, I know Mike would like to come to the Chocolate Factory. He's had like the product, but when I send him snaps of the process, he's like, oh. Yeah, but not right now because he's diseased. Yes, that is actually in our- That is strictly forbidden. That is in our GMP like you, guidelines. You guys do have the the best sick day policy. Is like if you got a sniffle, get the hell away from work. We don't want chocolates. No, you don't want people getting sick at a food factory. Yeah. So, so Tiff, I think this is going to be it. Oh, are we oh. going to do the closing? I, I was going to say you'd think after the last time I would have <laughs> tried to memorize okay. the closing. I think I can get it this all time. All right, all right, you hit I it just up. need you to. Can you do the first line and I'll just jump in? Okay, I well, just need I, you to trigger it. I think that's going to be it for us today. That's not the first. Something line. like that. I think that's going to be it for us today. If you, okay, keep going. Do the next. <laughs> you line. can follow next along line. on our adventures in parenting. Yeah. On our website, part-time nerds, full-time dads.com. Or any of the following services, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Cashbox, sorry, CastBox. And if there was something on our podcast today that we said that was dead wrong. That's right. Send us an email. At FT. No, no. At full time. Nope. At part time. <laughs> the dads. At, at the dads at. Part time nerds. Full time dads. dads. Com. Or you can reach us on our Twitter and Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. That's it for Chris and I. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you again soon. Great. Did I do it? Great. Is that, is yeah, that how it we're going to say that's the end. I think that's close enough. We should have just played a clip of Ben.